Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Jeff Keeley's not going to be at E3 this year. Switch is coming to airports and <laughs> the pharmacy is now open. You are tuned into the video game pharmacy. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game news, knowledge, and know-how. I'm your host, Scott. We have a couple other hosts here as well. Zach, hello. did you like that? I did. I, we never really get to hear the music <laughs> no. at the intro. Oh, that's like, true. Live. I kind of just like, I left it on by accident. I didn't mean to. So I, I was a little shocked by that. Uh, you, were take, you were taken aback. I was, yeah. Nice. Britton. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good. Great. How are you? Uh, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. Cool. My voice is a little coarse right now, uh-huh. but mostly because I was doing voices for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so what, sure. you, what you don't know, what we do is we get in the studio, <laughs> and then Scott just screams into the microphone <laughs> yeah. for 45 minutes. I full mouth it, too. He does. I have I have a, a, gar, um, a spit guard, well, a boom over the microphone right now, and I just move that thing aside, and I just slap my lips across All this right. mic. Okay, okay, sorry. Oof. How often do you ring that thing out? Ring it? <laughs> that guard you got <laughs> uh, Well, it's stretched out, so mm. you can't really ring it. Okay. I can, like, flick yeah. it. Yeah, okay. That doesn't might really get do the anything. job done. Yeah, it might. Well, hey, guys. Hey. How are you doing today? You already asked us that. Pretty good, good, still. How are you doing this week? Also good. Great. Pretty yeah. good. Well, guys, that was another episode of VGR, so we'll see you guys. Do you actually want to know what we're doing this week? What uh, we've been doing this yeah, week? Yeah, I was kind of hoping. You want to know what I've been up to? I know what you've been up to, but I'm you think, excited for you to wait, tell me. Wait, you do? Yeah. What? Dude, you're you PC master now. You tell me. You go yeah, okay. for the PC master race. <laughs> and I play old games. You've been playing Dota 2 with your boys? Definitely not. Uh, you're going to get into Monster Hunter World here soon? I needed something to fire up on it just to see what it was capable of. Yeah. I don't have anything too new, unfortunately. Wait, like, what did you fire game, up? The newest game I own is Fallout 4. Okay. So that's, you know, that's not really going to push this thing. Dude, you, but, right now is a perfect time to buy Monster Hunter because it's on sale for like $14. I got to look. Because when I looked the day we talked about it, yes. it was full price, which was like 30 and then the yes. expansion's another 40 Yeah, the expansion's yeah. probably still full price, but the base game is 15 oh. which that's all you have to worry about right now. All right, all right. So go home and buy the game. I'll check. I'll check I, later. No, no, no. So don't I, check. If I swear to God, if you don't <laughs> buy it today, I will buy it for you. Wow. Actually, I might just do it. Any- no, dude, just... I'm doing do, it right now. Let's do the show instead. Oh, okay. You don't even know my Steam name. Oh, yeah, yeah you do. Yes, I do. Anyway. I so, do know you. So I installed, and Zach, you can chime in on this. I installed Bioshock Remastered. Thanks. On it. Yeah. Have you played any more of that? I haven't. No. Okay, got I'm, it. I'm so I, scared. I want you to keep playing it. I'm so it's scared. So, it's so very good. Yeah, and yeah, I, I the, the spookiness. screams. Yeah. And, you know. A lot of it, like you touched on, is audio design. Yeah, it They is. put so much time yeah, and effort music into... Is putting you in that setting both with the music and the visuals but and I, the just the sounds you hear you know i don't know what i'm gonna do when i run into big daddy so I, you I, played five minutes of this game i don't know good I, i'm I've gonna o- freak out i've played like two hours i've already fought four big daddies yeah so uh, i think i mean i think you can handle it and i'm playing on hard too uh, what what setting did you pick normal oh you got this man it's no normal, big deal normal. just Grab a bunch of ammo. When you're fighting splicers, use electroshock and your wrench a lot because then you can serve ammo for the big fights. Just unload on them. It's no big deal. It's fine. Uh, the electroshock uh, 
plasmid works really well on big daddies too. Um, Stun them, headshot, you're good. We're basically doing our Gmails. I guess, kind of. I don't, that wasn't Gmail. That was a activity of the week. Activity of the week. Let's add another bit. Let's not. We'll call it a Gmail. Yeah, Gmail. That, that totally works. Okay. Uh, that's what I've been doing. It's fun. Nice. What have I been doing? And it looks pretty good. Really quick, sorry, but that remaster is not really impressing me that much. No. Uh, a whole new studio took that franchise and quote unquote remastered all the games. It doesn't look any different than I remember it looking. I remember uh, on, on Xbox 360, I guess, which is where I originally played it, it did run at like 720 back then. And maybe the textures and stuff have been improved, but it doesn't look much better than I remember it looking. I know sometimes your mind's eye makes things look better Yo, than they yeah, actually looked. Absolutely. But yeah, so maybe it's a case of that. I just wasn't very impressed. I was expecting it to look completely different. Uh, what was funny, though, is like because I've played very little of it back then and just starting to really play it now, mm-hmm. uh, jumping into it, that's it didn't really stand out to me. Like, it looks fine. Visually? Yeah. Look, okay. Oh, okay it didn't me. stand out to you in a good way or a bad way? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 That's fair. I mean, yeah, it looks fine. The art design's amazing. I just, I thought they'd spruce it up a little bit more. What you been up to, Zach? Uh, so Call of Duty got a 51 gigabyte update. You're kidding me. 51 gigs. And this kind of ties into the story, me. but um, we basically got a bunch of new stuff. Season 2 launch, uh, new guns, new operators. I don't buy the battle pass. I get to do it for the, the guns. Uh, we got new gunfight maps new ground war maps and rumored to be a battle royale is coming oh yes yeah I'm yeah super that's wow on another battle royale. i'm so excited you know about if it's it. in your game the game you're digging it's exciting but there, there's reasons about it that i'm super excited yeah okay. why uh because their level design is different they okay. tie in uh i i i assume they're tying in all these different levels that are in this giant map together a like lot. they did with uh, Black Ops 4, Blackout? Yeah, they did a little bit in, in Blackout. Yeah, okay. They had like maybe one map, okay. I think, in there. Okay. One or two. Uh, but they're tagging all the, all the maps, and along with the, the style gameplay, uh, the pace, how everything operates, how everything works, mm-hmm. along with uh, how they design the weapons and the guns and everything. Mm-hmm. So looting and building your kit every round is going to be awesome. Okay. I'm still stuck on 50 gigs. That's insanity. Yeah, That's it's five huge. times the size of most of the games that I play. It took nine hours for what me to download. Oh, my gosh. It took nine like, hours. What is the meat of that? There's it's a, not n- new maps. One of our, it is. It is. There's two oh, okay. multiplayer, two new gunfight, okay. ground war, plus the Battle Royale content, which is in there that they haven't unlocked yet. Got it. So, so they're, they're laying the groundwork <laughs> for some big stuff that's coming. They are, yeah. So uh, what I ended up doing is uh, when you when it loads up, the intro cinematic basically zooms out, shows this giant map with the fighting going on everywhere with uh, green gas closing in, and then people jumping out of an airplane into the map. Yeah, okay. There's other context behind it, like conversation going on between Ghost and uh, Captain Price. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Overall, okay. that's basically you're hinting at it. And there's a classified section right at the main menu, right in the center. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Nice. That should be cool. cool. You, need a, you need a Battle Royale. It's been a while for I you. I do, yeah. I haven't, I've been playing them at all. I delete Fortnite. Don't play uh, Blackout anymore. Okay. You are our Battle Royale authority, so we depend on you for coverage of this Excuse stuff. Excuse me. <laughs> Super fun. Eh, yeah, no, I stand by what I said. Okay. <laughs> Scott, how about you? Uh, dude, just more Monster Hunter. They you said that for four weeks in I, a row Dude, I'm, I'm obsessed. It's you his are. game right I now. have I wow. have literally stopped playing Dota 2. To exclusively play Monster Hunter. Yeah. I'm today's my day off, and I'm probably right when I get home, I'm probably just gonna sit down and just absolutely. What is the hook? What it. keeps coming you back? What keeps bringing you back? Is Dude. it the loot? Is it the the equipment that you're? It making? is okay. So here's the thing. Is it friends? You, I, yes, that that is a big thing. I have I have my friend Atlan and um, Torson who mm-hmm. I play with all the time, and playing with them is it, it makes the game a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. Here's the th- here's here's kind of what I've ex- I've explained to people who don't play Monster Hunter much. Like the satisfaction of defeating a monster is like battling a boss in a video game, a really hard boss in a video game, and winning. But it's like that every single time mm-hmm. that you battle, like fight a monster. Is if it's so satisfying. Yeah. Um. It's also very scary. 
Scary. You, why are you so scared you're of scared everything? Of every game. <laughs> Bioshock's so scary. Well, Bioshock, Bioshock is scary. No, it's let's, not. Let's be real. It's not scary. It's just it, atmospheric. Yeah, right? it's just atmospheric. Can I tell you a little tiny story? No, I want to. Can I get through my Gmail first? You, you can, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> mute you. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> You've never had to resort to that before. I know. Well, uh, oh, maybe I once. once. That's I think right. I, I think That's I have right. once. Okay. Um. So they also just released a new monster in the game. So they're. Um, basically the PC version of the game and the PlayStation 4 version of the game were desynced. So the console version of the game got a ton more content because it was out for a year before the, um, PC version of the game was. So there was a lot more that was added to console than PC right now. And right now we're kind of in the span of, um, PC is getting all the content relatively quickly to what the console is uh, at. Mm-hmm. And they'll eventually get to the point where they're synced up. So we're getting a lot of new monsters for PC. So we just got a new one called Rajang. Um, he is uh, an older monster returning to the game. Um, he is an ape, mm-hmm. but not just mm-hmm. an ape. He is a thunder ape. Okay. He uh, and he is a fast lad. Like the, the there's a lot of monsters that are hard in there. The like I'll be like okay I'll battle this no big deal. This thing is difficult like and i'm talking just normal normal rajang there's mm-hmm. what's known as a tempered version so it makes his attacks like 20 times harder or like 20 times uh hit harder mm-hmm. um and That's i haven't terrifying. even gotten there yet well here's the thing is that they just announced two more variants of monsters added to the game so a variant is basically the same monster but a different version of it with like different mechanics and one of them is uh, named Raging Bracadios, um, which I'm not really scared of, but they're adding a Furious Rajang into the game. So they're adding a different variant of this guy who's going to be so much more difficult than the normal version. It's not even going to be funny. Have you taken him out yet? He's the, not out the, yet. The normal version? Oh, the normal version. Yeah, I've yeah. taken him out. But okay. he is he is a tough cookie yeah okay he's a tough customer Hmm. uh, because he's fast he's like really really fast yeah and he has like these really weird mechanics so like you can knock monsters over if you do enough damage to them if he's near a wall and you knock him into a wall he won't go down he'll grab onto the wall and just jump right back and attack you again (laughs) so you won't just get free hits in yeah but yeah, he is he's rough. Sounds intense. But it's I've been having so much fun with the game. Like Iceborne is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I want you to buy this game, Britain. Yeah, okay. I really do. If it's actually fifteen bucks, I, it is it's it's nineteen, I checked. It's nineteen ninety seven. It's normally thirty, so it's, it's norm- ten bucks off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I will I will legitimately buy no, it. For no, 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 no. There will be none of that. If you don't buy it <laughs> yeah. by the seventeenth is when the sale goes off, I'm Buying it He's for giving you. me an ultimatum of that. Like, what am I gonna is, do I'm is. not giving you this option. <laughs> you are going to buy the game and you will play it. Yeah, and but you're I playing, will play it with you. You're playing Iceborne. I won't yeah. be in there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right I can go back. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I have no problem doing that. Okay. I will absolutely play with you. Huh. If you if you really want, like, and I have no problem doing this, I will make a brand new character. Yeah. Just to go through the content with you. And so it's on this because if I was to play with my character now, yeah, I would just annihilate everything that you. Find. Right, of course. Of so course. I, so yeah. you would get none of the benefit. You would, you wouldn't feel the same feeling I do when I when I beat a monster. Yeah, I will make legitimately make a brand new character just to play with all you. Right. All right, all right. We'll, ta- we'll talk. No more about issue this. doing that. What a guy. What so a guy. I'm, I'm just saying, like, this is my way to basically go through all the content again, <laughs> and I would be super happy to do to it. Play the game for the first time again, yeah. vicariously through it, me. It's been, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I've sunk over 200 hours into the game now. Dang so. man. Zach, is your PC ready to go yet? Uh, I was just thinking about that, but dude, no. where are we at? Next, uh, <laughs> next paycheck. Okay. Get a hard drive, and uh, we'll be good to go. Okay. Do you have a Steam account? Yeah, I do. If he buys the game, I'll just buy it for you. So then, when your computer gets ready, you can just play it. All right. Okay. All right, and then yeah. we'll do a little. Deal. And if you don't buy it, uh-huh. then I'll just buy you both the game. Listen to this guy. I'm, I know. It's like no, it's like Oprah. In here. I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> you get you, you get Monster <laughs> Hunter. You get Monster Hunter. Everybody <laughs> Thanks, gets Monster man. Hunter. Can I, can I bring up something a little existential here? Yeah, real quick? of course. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to gush so hard over Monster no, Hunter. No, you're okay. I'm just All super good. excited it's so, about it. It's so cool. Like the the gaming world, the 
all these different games we have, the universes like these people live in that we live in that we love and invest so much time. Dude, you're blowing my mind right (laughs) now. So it's like time and energy into, and then the value we create in these universes because we spend so much time playing them and growing them and growing our characters in them. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. You mean personal sentimental value, or or do you mean what what kind of value are we talking about here? Yeah, personal. I feel a connection with my hunter. Are we talking about online games? I mean, that could could be even literal, though, because some accounts and some things are you even invest money into. Yeah. So literally your character and your accounts are worth actual yeah. money. Yeah. But you're talking sentimental, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm more of a single player gamer, but I certainly like, like wow to accounts and inhabit like the that. worlds of like RPGs that I play yeah. and fill those character shoes and explore the world and learn more about the world. Yeah. And hey, that's, there's value there too. Written, are, yeah. Have you re-downloaded EverQuest? No, I'd love to. That'd be great. That Do game, you remember all of your old information? Um, I sold think? I sold my account. Oh, I've actually sold a couple. Oh ever, wow, EverQuest you're accounts a dirty, dirty when I was in, kid. When I was in high school, uh huh, I sold one of my accounts for like seventeen hundred dollars. Whoa, this these, this was the wild west of MMOs, you guys. Yeah, dang, it, dude. It, it took a long time to level up in that game. Dang, I think I had a I think I had two max level characters. I want to know the it. guy, dude. That was he like was a, dropped. It was a guy from school. One of my buddies from school, actually two buddies from school, put their money together and bought the account. Dude, that's like... And one of the characters was a druid, one of my characters, which is known as one of the best power leveling classes. So their plan was to use my account to power level their account. Oh my God. (laughs) And that was back in like the 1930s when like the dollar was... Yeah. Inflated. Yeah, instead uh, of playing games on a, a screen, we just uh, had a flip book and yeah. we would draw pictures and flip through it. And that's how we <laughs> and went on rage. And you sold it for $1,700. I'm quite an artist. Well, what what can I say? That's crazy. Uh, legitimately, though, when, when was that? Uh, that would have been like nah, 2000, 2001. 2000? How much? How much was the dollar back in 2000? I'm, I mean, I'm actually curious. Inflation, like inflation. Aver- inflation averages 4% a year. Okay. So, so 20 years ago. Yeah, you'd have to throw that in a calculator, though. There's that, no way you could do that in your I mean, head. That, that's at least almost 50%. Yeah, if I if maybe. I had to throw a, a gander. Yeah, I don't know. Dang, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, that's not the only account. I sold a WoW account at one point, too. I, not for nearly as much, but... I was always really worried about... Excuse me. I was always really worried about getting banned, like permaban. Yeah. So I never did it. Right. But I mean, later um, on, you're talking about WoW or other MMOs. Yeah. Later on, they really put Cracked systems in it. place to prevent that kind of thing. But early on, there were websites. I think PlayerAuction.com was a website dedicated to selling uh, items and accounts and mm-hmm. care and stuff in game. So real quick. Yeah. What? Uh, the U.S. dollar experienced an average inflation rate of 1.98 percent. Uh, so it increased. So twenty percent. It increased uh, from a dollar to a dollar forty-five in twenty twenty. So how much is a dollar forty times a dollar forty-five times uh, seventeen hundred? Uh, see now, look. See now, now that your math's not right. Look, There's more to it than that. We sound curious. stupid. <laughs> now I'm curious. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, this hey. is a show where we talk about news and stuff, not finance and trivia. And, not finance. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about finances? Yeah, but off the show. Off the oh, show. Might, we do, have, we do have trivia, though. We, we do oh, need, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, dude. Scott is tax late. time, so we do need to chat about we, that at some we point. We do. <laughs> Actually, I I need to. But not on the show. I do my taxes. Yeah. Um, trivia. 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 Hit me with, as the Goo Goo Doll said, your best shot. Last week, yeah. uh, I asked you guys what was the average cost uh, of a video game on Steam in 2019. Yeah, that was a good question. And you guys shot pretty high. Did you come up with a... With an answer, we said I, I like know, I know an answer. No, what, answer. what did you I say? I said twelve bucks. I said like nine. You, you said Scott, fifteen. At first, I did. you said like fifty so. <laughs> because I didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and then I changed it to nine. I remember specifically. You did not say nine. You I did. did. You didn't go under. My I mean, number. to be honest, we haven't recorded. We can go back. And That's check, true. So. Yeah. We'll anyway. see if you're a dirty liar. Fine. Okay. Right. Assume he said the actual, nine, the actual price was eight eighty five. Oh <gasps> dang. Eighty five. So Scott. So now I really hope I said nine. So then I don't <laughs> look like a jerk. <laughs> but you didn't. Here, let me pause the episode. It. Give me one second. Now we don't have time for that. <laughs> okay. We got work to do. Podcast work. Do Britain. We? Yeah, what's up? Do you remember what you asked? I asked what um oh, where did Banjo Kazooie get his name? And Scott kind of already knew, I think. At least he, he tiptoed around the right mm-hmm. answer. 
you kind of just mumbled about an executive at Nintendo, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, the executive that you were thinking of was longtime president of the company, um, Hiroshi Yamauchi. Yeah, I wasn't going to get he, the name. He but. had the longest tenure of any president of Nintendo. But he had a grandson whose name was Banjo. And his son's name was... Let me get this right. It was like Kaizu. Kitsuhito. No. Oh. Kitsuhito Yamauchi. And he would call him... Katsui for short. Katsui. Katsui. <laughs> so they, he, they put Banjo and Katsui, Kazooie, together. Yeah. That's cool. Up with Isn't that crazy? And uh, cool. your boy Grant Kirkhope. Yeah. Um, he lent some credence to this because uh, somebody tweeted about it, and Grant Kirkhope just tweeted, it's true, with a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> he was the, if you, for those that don't know, he was the composer on Banjo, Kazooie. Uh. And um, not just Vander Kazooie, some so of the best tracks. This was of one my of those childhood. Oh, it's good stuff. Island music. Yeah. This was one of those kind of just long-standing urban myth sort of things, urban legends about where the name came from. Yeah. And this this little interaction kind of led some more credence to it. Yeah. Verifies it. So isn't that crazy? Yeah. Katsui. I feel like I knew this way before. Like I knew this. Uh, where they got their names way before you talked about it's, this. We, clearly, you had some idea yeah, uh, yeah. from your answer. I just don't remember where I heard it from. Yeah. yeah. And then I had a really dumb question that we'll probably just it's, gloss it's, over. It's not dumb. No, it's, it's dumb. It's not dumb. It's, it's pretty not, cool. It, I just felt left out because you had a question and you had a question. I was like, well, now I have to have a question. I yeah. mean, it puts it in perspective how long we've been doing the show. Yeah. I actually was just talking to uh, my mom about this. <laughs> yeah. My, okay. my mom was asking me, she was like, "Would you guys ever consider doing a live recording of a podcast with yes. an audience?" We've oh, with an audience. Yeah. We've talked about Twitch, maybe getting on Twitch and doing yeah. it. But no, my mom wants to do a, a live studio audience. Nobody would come. Uh, well, she would, and where, my mom would. But that's where you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, my mom is super off topic. Uh, there's more really to it dumb. than this. Okay, uh, she's a part of a, a golf club like committee, uh-huh. and basically they put on events for adults and for kids, and they don't really have like someone who's young enough for the oh. kids to like put on events. What kind of kids are we talking about? Like here? twelve to eighteen. Oh, so they Got were like, so they're like, uh, would you be willing to record? A podcast live with a studio audience. That's pra- uh, like, Pax practice, uh, right that there. Is they, Pax <laughs> practice. There yeah. you go. Pax practice. Yeah. And the answer is no. Of yeah. course, I would not be able okay, to do that. Cool. Awesome, <laughs> Zach. Wait. I guess it's going to be a duo. Will, <laughs> oh no! Will there be people there? Uh, no, just See, underwear. Oh. I was going to say that's a problem for yeah. me. If there's people, there. there's just going to be underwear. That's it. Yeah, that's really um, weird. And uh, that's all you have to think about. Underwear. My question was, when was the first episode of VGRX posted? Yeah. And I don't know the answer. Mostly because I couldn't find it. Zach had an But answer. Zach has the answer. January 26, 2018. Wasn't your guess like January 5th or something? Yeah, like, yeah. like 4th or Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at You're that. darn close. Mm-hmm. See? 20 what? 26. At what year? 2018. <laughs> Dang, We've yeah. been doing this for Dang. over two years now, oh, buddy. Yeah, Isn't that have. crazy? Yeah. It's so crazy. Uh, it's good. We're we haven't missed a week. We have. We missed a lot. <laughs> no, I haven't missed you a week. Sky is 100. I'm 100. We've, but we've actually not recorded like twice, maybe, in yeah. that entire span, which is pretty darn good. Yeah. 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 Well, well la- yeah, last year we didn't record christmas or thanksgiving right mostly yep. because like the day we record was the day of or after and we're allowed that yeah we, we, are, we have yeah. family yeah. yeah people take holiday breaks yeah. it's true i'm That's sure true. you guys understand so guys yes we have Please some news understand. here let's talk about some oh news. yeah um, sorry that was 20 minutes ago we should it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> nothing too crazy uh we have a bunch of stuff um uh, but i think there's one thing in here that i'm really excited to talk about that i think you guys would be pretty excited to talk okay about. cool hit us with it uh and it's the nintendo switch lounges that are coming to ah, the airport it's so crazy and funny and nintendo it, it <laughs> is it's very nintendo yep um so apparently starting uh today february mm-hmm. 13th um uh there will be nintendo switch lounges popping up uh in certain airports around the country around the yep. u.s um, and then these locations will have switches, switch lights, charging ports, seats. Um, you'll get to play a bunch of games um, like uh, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, Tetris 99. Sold. I don't know <laughs> if they're going to include anything else. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a pretty good selection. Can you imagine sitting down for five minutes at an airport and playing Breath of the Wild? Though? That thing is going <laughs> to Maybe. be packed. Yeah, this little lounge, you think? Yeah. Airports are boring, it's true. Yeah. Like, we've all sat in an airport for a couple hours waiting for a flight. But I normally bring my Switch with me. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I When I first read this, I was thinking maybe they would just have some docks and some screens. 
so people with their switches could pop them in there and play games that's at the airport smart. while they wait. But smart. it doesn't look like that's any part of no, this. Like maybe no. a couple stations that were just that, I think would have been a good idea, a nice I, touch. I, I think it's weird that they made this big announcement, but they're only doing it for like a month. Yeah, it's kind of like their maybe like their mall tours that they do, which yeah, is sad because I plan on going to the airport, but not until like May and August. And SeaTac, uh, our local airport, is on this list. Yeah. yeah. So basically, we have uh, we have uh, Dulles International Airport, Washington D.C. We have uh, SeaTac, it's the Seattle Tacoma International Airport in Seattle. We have O'Hare International Airport in Chicago, and then Dallas Love Field Airport in Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah, so all these are like super big international airports. Let's yeah. go to the airport. And go through TSA just so we can hang out at the can, Switch Lounge. That thing, that's the thing is you can't. <laughs> no, I know. You, you need gotta a, a ticket. You got to have a plane ticket. You have a we, plane we could ticket. just fly down to Portland but or something. Scott, <laughs> do you, dude. Nah. Bet? Nah. Scott, guess what? We're, uh, Bet? We're going to Vegas in a few months. So. In oh, May. In May. No Switch Lounge. It's going to be gone. Right. That's what I'm saying is why are they only doing it for a month? Zach said so it. It's, it's promotional. They're, people will what see are they, this. And, what are they promoting? Well, well, you're going to sit down at the airport, see this out of the corner of your eye, go check it out, play it for five minutes, and maybe want to buy a Switch. Do you think they'll have Switches like available there to buy? No. So there are those that, ve- there are those airport vending machines these days that have all the high end electronics know, in them. I know that's weird. So maybe, maybe there'd be a Switch, Switch in those. So I think it'd be really weird if they because it says that. Um, hang on, where did I just read they that? They should have a, like, a vending Shopping machine right next to Shopping also includes a $10 uh, coupon on Nintendo purchases oh. and over $75 of free luggage handle wrap. So that makes me think that there's going to be games and potentially Switches there that you can just buy, uh-huh. which is awesome because, okay. you know... They like, should, they should. I, I think it's a it's really, really good way to sell your product. Take, yeah. it, take it to a place like the airport where... People who will just sit around all day will be like, "Well, I'm bored. Yeah, go find this Nintendo shop, buy a Switch and a game, and be like, now I have something to do on my X amount of hour flight." So the the thing is too is uh, one tax free mm-hmm. because the airport. Yeah. Um, and Wait, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, so everything in, I believe everything inside. I don't know. I don't travel enough. Uh, everything inside security. So inside the airport after you check in, uh-huh. they call uh, it duty free. Yeah, right? duty free. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, but also, like, think about John or Stacy, businesswoman or businessman, sitting there that <laughs> sees this. Hello. John or Stacy wow. goes over. It's like, oh, what is this? Checks this out. Picks up, um, you know, a game, yeah. and realizes they like it. Yeah. And now you have a new person. And this is a person that tra- travels for a living, maybe, and they're always on planes. Yeah. And the switch is kind of designed, at least half for that. Just buy a switch light for portability. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that works too. I'm exactly. sure they'll be promoting that there as well. Yeah. That's yep. actually a really it's a really smart idea, but I really wish I could go. Yeah. I know every once in a while they bring it to like the South Center Mall. They'll have like a you, little Nintendo kiosk. You have all these games. <laughs> I yeah, dude. He's supposed this, to go to the pop-up. This yeah, is not fun. this is not meant for me. No, definitely not. But no. the thing is is that they're supposed to be doing like giveaways and stuff at them too. Oh, okay. So wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And I I don't think it's like anything like they're not gonna give away like a Nintendo Switch. Nintendo ain't about that life. Um <laughs> but I think what they'll do is, and what I've seen them do at other like kiosks and stuff is they'll have like they'll give you like a little stamp card, and then you'll play like three different games, and then they'll stamp the card, and you hand it over, and they'll give you like some dumb two dollar thing, yeah, okay. that you think is super special, of course, because yeah. you earned it. I mean, it Blood, says it says that you'll get a free luggage wrap. That's kind of fun if you spend over seventy five dollars. No. I don't know what a luggage wrap no. is. So you read you, that wrong. You get a ten dollar coupon uh-huh. for any Nintendo purchase over oh. seventy five dollars. And you get a free luggage wrap. Yeah, oh. while, they, they didn't say while supplies last, obviously, <laughs> but you know, if you what is a luggage or, wrap? Though? I don't know. I think <laughs> it's like a thing that you wrap around your handle so it doesn't hurt your hand while you're pulling it throughout the airport. My that handles are the, already very cushy. That is the dumbest I was, thing. I was thinking I've it was ever. like one of the address tags that you it put could, on the it handle. It could be, but no, that's called good. a bag tag. I already have some sweet Disneyland ones. Anyway, Do you have so some I'm sweet good. bag tags? I have sweet bag tags. Yeah, my bad. Tag my bags, dude. I have some sweet bag tags too. Hey, cool. Uh, you guys want to talk I, about Disneyland? I don't think any of us will be checking. Not this really. Out. I'm down to check out or talk about Disneyland. Sure. Disney, Anytime. Disney Anytime. World specifically. Are we going to talk about uh, oh, yeah, the Disney Star World. Wars Galaxy Star Cruiser? <laughs> <laughs> Let's we not are. get on that tangent. Again. We are. All right. So this isn't really video game related, but I thought it was super cool. Yeah. Uh, so there is, it's called uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, and it is a hotel slash ride slash, uh, what, what do you consider it? It's a spaceship. 
It's like, yeah. So it's a spaceship. But basically. yeah, it's a hotel. It's a hotel. But they've integrated like features and attractions and themes into it. Yeah. So uh, it's two days, two nights. Uh, they didn't say when, mm-hmm. but I guess saw the announcement video. Um, and basically, you show up to Disney World. You take a quote unquote shuttle to the spaceship. You stay in the spaceship, do different events. Why do you say quote unquote shuttle? Because it's not a real shuttle. Oh. It's, it's, you step you into know what a pod. shuttle a shuttle. Oh, he thought you meant like an airport I, shuttle. Yeah, <laughs> like I thought you meant like a, like a bus. No, I'm, like, you're like, <laughs> you think a skate pod from like, Star Wars. It's a double meaning. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. really confused. I was like, a shuttle is just a, a shuttle. shuttle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you take yeah. basically a skate pod to the ship. You stay on the ship, do a bunch of events on the ship, mm-hmm. um, and then you can take another shuttle to uh, Batu and shop around, do different things. Ooh, but Batu. Was really cool though. That, is it, that the new Star Wars area? In yeah. The, in the theme park. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, so the cool thing though is that the shuttle just emerges. In Batu, so you don't yeah. have to walk through Disneyland or That's Disney cool. World to do it. <laughs> Dang, yeah. man, what a bummer to have to walk, right? Well, have you <laughs> stayed at any of the Disney <laughs> hotels <laughs> in the parks? There's one in Disneyland, for example, no. that has an entrance that leads straight into California Adventure. It's so nice not having to travel from your hotel to the park. How much does and you might it know saves this. You a good 10, How much every money is a hotel inside of the Disney park? It's about a Eight, 600 to a thousand dollars a night for for that one the grand californian i imagine what? this one will probably be that much or more that's yeah. insanity it, to you, me. you pay a premium for because it for think, sure think about oh, the whole idea of this my god the whole idea of this is full immersion yeah it's full immersion you're just you're in star wars for a yeah, while i'm i'm feeling the full immersion as the money leaves yeah. my wallet <laughs> But you're coming away, I, I feel like, because of like how Disney does things and how well Batu was done here in Disneyland. Yeah. Um I feel like it's it's so worth it. It's you're the com- magic, you're man. coming away with an experience, I think. Although I don't know if Disney magic extends to Star Wars. It, there's a different kind of magic, essentially, being it, in wrapped up in the Star Wars universe. I mean, I've, I don't know. You go to Disneyland and you see the characters and you watch the fireworks and stuff and you feel <laughs> The quote-unquote Disney magic. That's my word. <laughs> but I don't know if, if Star Wars, it's a fairly new acquisition. I, I, I don't know if it, it it quite merits that same I think you feel that way because you're sense. not too big of a Star Wars fan. But I, You're probably right. I, I love it. I've seen people like just freak out and love the characters. When yeah. I watch videos with Chewbacca walking around or right. Rey or you know Kylo... I love it. Okay, yeah. I, I love Look, it so and much. Actually, uh, Star Wars has been a staple at Disneyland for a long, long time. <sighs> Star Tours, and they've had Darth yeah. Vader there, and yeah. Stormtroopers. So it's nothing entirely new, new to Disneyland, but... I gotta be honest with you. What? I've been to Disneyland once, uh-huh. and I don't think I'll ever go back because Whoa. I don't care. Yeah? For whatever reason, you find it the most magical place well, on Earth. I find it... It was cool, mm-hmm. but I'd never have a desire to ever go back. Now, for me, it's sharing it with my kids. Um, yeah, but I hate your kids. But so I did I'm go. I'm joking. No, I, I did I go. You've never, you've no, I love twice. your kids. I, love I did kids. go as an adult before we had kids with yeah. my wife, and we had just as much fun then. So I don't get it. I just See, feel I, the magic. I, I, I don't think, understand. Uh, what, what age did you go, Scott? I went like uh, back in 2000. Uh, like six, five or six. So like fourteen years ago. Yeah, you were a kid. Fourteen years ago, 14 you were a rebel. No, two thousand. Oh, sorry, I did say five or six. <laughs> you did. My bad. Uh, fifteen. Oh. Two thousand, like fifteen. I was. Oh, I was. Sorry. I already graduated high school. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I feel like I feel like Disney Disneyland specifically because I don't know much about Disney World because I've never been. Don't see much on it. Uh, has evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't get it. I guess I, for the, me it's less about the rides, but more about going, being on vacation, uh, eating food, buying souvenirs, experiencing like the the things to see. Because I'm that. not a big roller coaster person or like ride person. Yeah. So like, and it's not about that. The rides yeah. are okay, but they're not they're not the star there. Yeah. It's the experience. It's the characters. The experience of losing an exuberant amount of money out of my wallet does losing. not does not seem very enjoyable. You get memories, man. I bought a Mickey Mouse pretzel that cost me $6 yeah. because it was in the shape of a stupid mouse. And honestly, the food in the park's not great anyway. You're, <sighs> you're better off bringing some food well, with you. Rainforest or, Cafe. It's gone. Is it really? Yeah. I, will, I will always hold a fond place in my heart. Yeah. I'm thinking about... They're building a new hotel there as well. Not this one, but a different one in I'm, Disneyland. And they, they got rid of some of those restaurants. Probably the most enjoyable thing I did was I made a, one of those stupid Mickey Mouse hats. 
would still cost me like fifty dollars. You're just mad about the money you had to spend there. I mean, it, yeah, kinda. That's fair. Because they, have you ever been to they like get you on the part that it's a Disney attraction? Yeah, like it's all it's all a Disney thing. Be like, man, this place is so magical. It's gonna cost you though. All of the experiences though, the things you do there are included with your admission, which is nice. You go to some places like zoos, for example, and you have to pay extra for everything. Yeah. You want to feed some llamas? You got to pay extra for that. You want to go in the bird cage? You have to pay extra for that. For all the things you can do in Disneyland, it's all included. Food, of course, is exorbitantly expensive and not that good. So you plan ahead for that. But yeah, yeah. why are we even talking about this, <laughs> dude? I don't know. <laughs> I, just... I feel like I have to defend Disneyland. No, no, no. no. And we're gonna go again very soon. My can f- I go my with f- you? We just love it. Can I go with After you? all this, no. Okay. <laughs> After you trash talk it, he's going to walk behind you and your little family. He's going to be like, I hate this. He's on his phone the whole time. <laughs> Mom, can we get out of here? Mom, I hate it here. <laughs> I want to go to Universal. <laughs> I want to go see Shrek. Yeah, oh, man. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, really cool. Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Uh, yeah. when, when, I find out, when I find out about a date... Uh, We'll we'll talk about it or I'll tweet it. Or yeah, I'm not gonna go with yeah, you. Yeah, you, you think something like this would take them a long time to build? Yeah, absolutely. I was trying to figure out like, are they gonna build like an actual physical like iteration of it like above ground, or are they gonna build it like underground, or like kind of hide it away so you just walk hmm. in and you get experience and the while interior? You're, yeah, and while you're in there, you wouldn't want to see the outside world at all, right? Because no, no. it would break the immersion. No. So. You said something about like the windows will be covered and you'll see space outside. Yeah, I assume they're gonna be like LED yeah. screens. Basically, it's gonna be like space. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, mean, I don't know. I imagine space. it'll be above ground. It'd be weird to build this whole thing underground. It would I'd cost way more. Behind, you know, Disney magic, you know. Yeah, but it also this <laughs> is Florida Disney magic, and we talked about Florida land being a little bit easier to we acquire, did. or you guys did. Yeah, we did. And they just acquired a whole bunch. Oh, that was Universal. That Never was mind, Universal. Disney didn't, but. Apparently, if Universal can grab a big chunk of land like that, Disney would have no problem doing the same. Or they'll just retroactively change something that's already there and tear it down. Yeah. Because they do that all the time, too. Rip it down. Yeah. Rip it out of the hearts. All right. We can move on from that. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. Sorry. I, what, didn't, what, I didn't mean to unload on you. Yes. Okay. Scott, I have something that might excite you Ooh. that we could talk about. Yeah? Okay. Is it Jeff Keighley? Not good it's not that. We'll get okay. to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Um, Criterion. Hey. Is being put back. What? I love Neighbors Peaking. You what? I love Neighbors Peaking. Yes. Oh, you too? Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm talking specifically about Criterion when I reference Scott there. Criterion is being put back on the Need for Speed franchise. Great. Um, it's been for... <laughs> you're not that into... You know Criterion? <laughs> you don't know who Criterion is. No. They made the Burnout games. Oh. They are the masters oh. of the racing game oh. franchise. I was literally just about to say, man, dude. That's I why wish you didn't. It, I, I wish this was a burnout news. So that's why it. you didn't react at all. <laughs> I love burnout, dude. Yeah, so. Oh, such a good game. Criterion is known for a lot of the burnout games, and they helped work on some of the older um, Need for Speed games, even Hot Pursuit and Most Wanted in 2010 and 2012. Yeah. But since then, the Need for Speed franchise has been being developed by a company called Ghost Games. Yeah. They're in Gothenburg, Sweden. Uh-huh. And they've made probably like six entries in the franchise in the past six, seven years. Maybe maybe less than that. Maybe like five entries. But um, they're not really connecting in a big way, the way that EA wants them to connect. EA is all about AAA experiences, AAA games. And Need for Speed, I mean, think back over the past decade. Can you guys think of a time people have been really excited about Need for Speed? Well, Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit, Most Wanted. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> the games I said, that they worked on. I said decade. I guess uh, less than that, though. The last eight years. Oh. Know? And it, they haven't had like, a really exciting entry in the franchise in a long time. Um, EA says this about Ghost Games. Despite our best efforts to establish an independent development group in Gothenburg over several years, it's become clear that the breadth and talent we need to maintain a full AAA studio is just not available to us there. And that's why they made the decision to hand the franchise back to... Criterion. Thank God. I know. I, Burnout Paradise, we've talked about it before. Uh, is It's my favorite racing game. My favorite car racing game. Uh, I'm not including like Mario Kart <laughs> F-Zero in that. But yeah, yeah. yeah and it, it's just the perfect balance of arcade and sim, and it just feels so right to play. Drifting feels perfect. Uh, it just feels good to have an open world to just be like, and yes, that's the I'm other thing. Drive it was there. one of the first big open world racing games, which hadn't Hadn't really been a thing before Burnout Paradise. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that will or if that will fit into the new Need for Speed. Are these games typically open world games? Do you Need guys for know? Speed? Yeah. They're starting to try and make it like that, but... It's, it's not too... Uh, 
It's not too open world. No. It's controlled. Yeah, racing okay. games but. racing games that are just like menus, you pick like your next thing you're gonna do and then race around a track are so boring. Yeah. Um so a little thing a little couple things about that. Yeah, okay. Um Gran Turismo. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um What's yeah. the other big one? Forza? Uh, I've, yeah, Forza. That's Microsoft. What's the what's the other one? The the actual literal open world. Not cars. Uh, oh yeah, the crew. That was the a Ubisoft crew. game. Yeah, yeah. Nah, they yeah. shut down the servers for that game because apparently it just didn't do well. Yeah. You want to know what game I just keep thinking back to is mm. the Fast and Furious game they announced at the Game Awards. Why? That's so <laughs> random. I don't know, Why dude. Do you care? It just it looks so dumb. Like, why are you thinking about it? Because don't waste your brain cells. Because I just that's literally how I feel. It yeah. just looks like it's going to be such a flop. It will be. Like, so let it go. It'll there's, be $5 there's, in after, after lunch. Yeah, and bargain bins. Lunch, yeah. There's, there's a difference between like having celebrities in your game and then putting the celebrities in your game. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, having, like, if you were to have a celebrity like voice a character, you could be like, oh, I know that person who's voicing that, that character. But when you have like... You're like, I'm going to take Vin Diesel and throw him in this game. You're like, oh, cool. It's Vin Diesel. Great. Tons of studios leverage I talent. Hate that. I mean, look at Cyberpunk. Can they I, leverage Hollywood talent all the time. But I think sometimes that's, it works. That's Scott's point, though, between a celebrity being in the game mm-hmm. and, and a, a celebrity a being game. in the game. Yeah. You want to know what's. Is, it not, is Vin Diesel not lending his likeness to this game? No, he's in the game. Yeah, okay. So, yes. Okay. He's literally putting himself in the game. And then the other chick, I don't even know her name, um, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, quick, here's just a quick. <laughs> don't get mad thing. about this. We're not even talking no, about no, no, Vin I know. Diesel here. I know, but here's, here's the thing. I do, I go on, I, I don't know what's wrong with this every, episode. Every, I've been going every on now and then you'll go on tangents. <laughs> it's okay. We it's get fine. so lost. I don't mean <laughs> to. Um, just a, a fun fact. Yeah, okay. Did you know that Robin Williams didn't want to be the voice of Genie because uh, Disney was doing this thing where they would put like big actors on the front of their uh, their covers or on the front of their movies and selling that as the movie instead of the movie itself. So he was worried about his so, presence diminishing the, yes, the hit the, of the movie? Yeah. The, the impact which, of the movie? Which huh. it obviously didn't, but they still like went behind his back and still did it. like Because uh, um, thinking about it, he's really the only celebrity name exactly. in, in that movie, except like, maybe Gilbert Gottfried. Yep. Yeah, but at the time, like Robin Williams was, you know, he was the thing. Yeah. He was the the... He, in a lot of ways, he, he made campus. that movie half of what it was. Exactly. Yeah. So to this day, you still cannot buy any of the songs that he is a part of on iTunes because yeah. he put a super like big kibosh on that. Okay. So any kind of merchandise, any kind of music that has his light, like his name attached to it, or yeah. the character of the genie. Uh-huh. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be a part Heck of that. Heck of a tangent there, Scott. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Interesting I, though. So. But that kind of brings me back to my point of uh, studios and stuff slapping celebrities in their game and trying to sell that. As just don't the, buy the game. The game or Don't get movie. all mad about it. Just don't buy it. <laughs> settle, settle down now. Basically, what I'm trying to get at is I really just want to burn out game. Give me crashy cars. Please, okay, thank you. I love you. Have I got the game for you? It yeah. sounds like the direction they're going with Need for Speed could could be what we want yeah. in the absence of a burnout game because we haven't gotten a proper burnout game in a long time. Long Do you time? know what Criterion's been up to uh, since working on these last Need for Speed games? They worked on Battlefront 2, didn't yeah. they? What the heck? Yeah, weird. Why do you take what I would say is one of the, the coolest racing game developers in the industry and put them on a first-person shooter? They also worked on Battlefield 5. It's a third-person shooter, right? Okay, yeah. sure. But Battlefield 5, shooters. Yeah, it, just, yeah. it makes no sense to me. <laughs> They're a very weird. talented studio, and they probably did good things. But those games, Battlefront flopped. Battlefront 2 flopped for, yeah. for other reasons than the quality of the game. And then Battlefield 5 kind of came and went. So yeah. It's cool that they're going to get their chance to shine again. I feel like still to this day, Need for Speed, Need for Speed, uh, Burnout Paradise is still like it's up there, dude. It's, it's one of the there. it's one of the greatest racing games. Yeah. Um, EA said this about about uh, Criterion being put back on the franchise with a strong history and passion for racing games and vision for what we can create. The Criterion team is going to take Need for Speed into the next generation. Cool. There's a little hint there, I guess. <laughs> They're talking about um, the next generation. So you know what they should. It call sounds the like next... they're probably developing this game for the new consoles. You know what they should call the next Need for Speed? The next generation. No, starring Need for Captain Speed. Kirk. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Need Need for Speed Burnout. 
Hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. There's probably licensing problems with that. Is it? But it'd be a nice, like, here's what you're getting. Yeah. You know what you're getting with this one. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Hey, man. I don't think it'll happen, but I'm, oh. I'd be fine with it. rip Hey, since since Zach's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it, I got but a, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I got another story for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hit me with... Uh, with your best shot. We've, we've mentioned this yeah. on our Smash Bros. wish list. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I saw this. We, we've said in the past that we would like to see Sora from Kingdom Hearts yeah, in Smash Bros. Yeah, it's an easy fit. It, it makes sense, right? Yeah, in a lot easy, of ways. Easy fit. Yeah, he's, he's thematically right. He's got all these cool powers and yep. friends and stuff. Yeah. I imagine all the new uh, trophies you could add. Or, um, Trophy. Trophies, right? Trophies. That's summon trophies that you could add. The, you mean assist? Assist trophies. trophies. Good. I was drawing a blank on that. <sighs> Settle down now. Settle down now. Yeah. So, uh, tr- let's see. Imran Khan. He's the senior editor at Game Informer. He was on the Kind of Funny Games Cast recently. Yeah. Just chatting it up with them. Yeah. And somehow they got on the topic topic of Disney Smash Bros. And he claimed on the show that Nintendo. Uh, uh, this is a quote, absolutely approached Disney about including Sora in Smash Bros. Yeah. So he's saying Nintendo wanted Sora in Smash Bros. It's an easy choice. Who the heck tells Nintendo no? <laughs> I don't care if you're Disney. Disney does. <laughs> Have you no soul? Have yeah, you no heart? I know, right, dude? Like, what, Isn't that insane? What issue, what problem, what damage is going to be done to your franchise by putting it in Smash Bros? Nothing. Nothing. It'll probably it's nothing even just but make good it publicity better. and a, <laughs> a nice tip of the hat to a, a fellow content creator, you know? Yeah. There's no reason to tell them no. Yeah. Um, he said I mean, that Disney Japan specifically is the reason that this idea didn't go forward. He didn't really elaborate on it, but he said that they were the ones that did not want this to happen. Here's my question. is: Would you go to Disney or would you go to Square? Disney. See? Who Disney you... obviously owns all the Disney properties, but are you under the impression that Square owns like the original Kingdom I'm... Hearts characters, yeah. like Sora? Yeah. Apparently that's... not, because... Nintendo knew to go to Disney and ask them so. about it. But that, isn't that weird, it, though? Maybe it's maybe Nintendo and... Or, sorry, maybe Disney and Square would both have to be okay with it. Yeah. Before it's but Square, of course, would say, sure. Of course, why not? I mean, Cloud is in it. So yeah. there, there you go. There's your yeah, answer. Yeah, exactly. So Square has no problem with it. It's just, on, it's just on Disney. There's, there's underlying legal things that go on here that I feel like, obviously, we don't see. Yeah, but, but if, if Disney said sure, it would happen. I know. You it know? would have happened. It would have. But Disney was like, nah. He did say that theoretically this could still play out at some point, And we yeah. did just get another pack of characters announced. Yeah. But he wouldn't bet on it. Yeah. But yeah. when when did they go? Like, when when was this? I wonder. He didn't say. Yeah. He didn't say. So it's I like, imagine it would be in the lead up to Smash Ultimate. While they were developing Smash, it could have been part of the DLC stuff, though. So it could have been very recent. It could have been back during Brawl Days. Yeah, you think so? They added Sonic. You know, those were all third party characters. That is when they kind of opened it up to yeah. major third parties. So, right? you know, that's kind of who knows. Yeah, but we try to forget about Brawl and ignore that it ever happened because it's horrible. <sighs> I don't understand why. <laughs> it's so, it's it's so floaty. It's, it just doesn't feel right. It's not, and Mario's but, jeans know. look weird. Mario's overalls look so <laughs> weird. <laughs> What a dumb thing! They're to almost point like out. whitewashed or something. What they have this very dumb look thing. They, I, were, they were trying to go with like a nice textured, high high definition look. But I think just, it's really funny, like how some of the third party characters actually came into the game. Yeah. So it's like, um, like Kojima, mm-hmm. he loved Smash Brothers so much, yeah. and him and um, him and uh, Sakurai were really really good friends. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo." Please put my character in your game. I love it. And it was it was right before melee. So this was right before melee. And he was like, "Please put Salt Snake in the game." Like yeah. I I'm I'm begging you at this point to put Salt Snake in the game. Yeah. By that time, it was like it was melee was already pretty much done being developed, and they're like, you know what? They're like. W- Probably not this time, but we'll see what we can do. And right. then Brawl came around and Snake made an appearance. They made good on it. Yeah. yeah, they made good on it. I love it. So I don't know why, like not having Sora in the game. How was your, uh, how was your, uh, your break? Bad. Oh, another. <laughs> gotcha. Another fun example is Banjo Kazooie. I mean, yeah. it, it took forever, but as of recently, there's this Nintendo Microsoft partnership, and they're they're okay with IPs crossing Here, over. Here's here the and funny there. thing is that Rare has been okay with them putting Banjo Kazooie in the game yeah. for years yeah, now. Yeah, but Rare doesn't get to make any of its own decisions. <laughs> I <laughs> they know. Are, they're a puppet, unfortunately. I know. It's so dumb. <laughs> it sucks, yeah. But you know what? We'll see what happens with this new fighter pack coming out. Yeah. 
Who knows? Yeah. Anything's possible. Anything. It'd be Goku's cool. possible. We still want to see it. I still want to see Goku. Yeah, we still want to see Steve from Minecraft. I'm just kidding. Who? Aren't you glad that rumor didn't come to fruition? <laughs> Who wants to see... I mean, I'm still kind of mind blown that they still picked a first party game for the fifth character in the pack when they said it was all going to be exclusive That's true. to third party. Yeah, but... Because they announced the new character pack, that that is a moot point, I would say. Mm-hmm. If that was going to be the last character and we were never going mean, to get another you know, one, I'd be annoyed. And I feel like I got lied to by Sakurai, but you know, no big deal. No big deal. And it's, and it's Fire Emblem, no yeah, less. <laughs> it could have it been the Weege, but whatever. Uh, someday, man. could have been the keep, keep hope alive. Hey, we have 10 minutes left. Oh, we better hit the, the headline. Then. I know. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Jeff Keighley real quick. Yes. Zach, do you want to talk about this? Yeah, I do. Welcome back to Thank the you. Thank you so Join much. us, won't you? <coughs> Tell us what happened. Uh, so Jeff Keighley announced that he uh, will not be at E3 this year, uh, and he tweeted. He tweet tweet quote quote. He quoted. <laughs> he quoted. He doc quoted. So he uh, he basically put out a statement, and uh, he says that for the past twenty five years, I've attended every electronic entertainment expo, covering hosting and sharing E3 has been a highlight of my year. Not to mention a defining part of my career. I've been debated. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. <clears throat> so he said, I have made the dif- difficult decision to decline to produce E3 uh, Coliseum for the first time in 25 years. I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and at other events in the future. It's crazy, man. He's been at every single one. Yeah. A quarter of a century of E3. Yeah. And I th- I believe, if I'm not mistaken, his first one, he was a teenager. Was and he? And he was, he was there just like covering for a fan site or for like his own purposes. <clears throat> he's, yeah, he's, he's been obsessed with the video game industry since he was a kid. What is he going to be doing? Um, he's got so many irons in the fire. He's still going to be doing an uh, opening night thing at Gamescom, I think, which is a little later in the year. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I think more and more every year, um, the Game Awards take more of his attention, more of his focus, because we see it as one night of the year, but it probably takes the whole year or a good portion of the year to plan that all out, orchestrate that, get all the right people involved. He has different musical talent every year, different lineup of presenters. So yeah, I, yeah. he's got a lot of irons in the fire and a lot of stuff he's working on. So I'm not surprised to see this. He did, though, like he said, for the last three years, I think, um, oversee the E3 Coliseum, which is like a forum where he actually he there's a quote um, from the ESA about exactly this. I'll read that real quick. Yeah. Jeff has been and continues to be a strong industry advocate and champion. He plays a critical role in developing E3 Coliseum, a platform reintroduced three years ago that brought fans together for important conversations with industry luminaries and leaders in celebration of video games. We appreciate his contributions and hope, hope to have future collaborations. In 2020, we look forward to presenting a reimagined E3 that will connect and delight fans worldwide. That was kind of E3's side of the story and how they perceive all this. But yeah. yeah, I'm really not surprised he's stepping away. He's got so much going on, and uh, E3 is self sustaining, you know? It's also dying. You think so? Opinion, yeah. 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 I mean, because look at look how excited we get for Gamescom, uh, it, Tokyo Game Show. It ebbs and flows, it though. Is. There's been times in the past when I thought E3 was done, and then it came back. And I big mean, I, I, this is uh, this is it because we know PlayStation doesn't go to E3 anymore, right? So, like, what other Nintendo we, doesn't? We got the yeah, Xbox, they do. Xbox Series X. I Nintendo's mean, huge at E3. So, like, is this? I meant like they, a press the, conference. The Treehouse thing. It's all day, every day, the entire show floor time. They're <coughs> they're presenting games and they have people on stage. I, you know, and in the end, when I think about, it, I think uh, maybe its digital presence is uh, a lot weaker than its actual uh, attending the show. So I think if you attend okay. the show, it would be pretty impactful. Yeah, but us on the outside, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, we're do we're part of the industry now. We the, have a podcast. I think the biggest problem is <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> I think the biggest problem is news <laughs> takes place elsewhere nowadays because the internet is so interconnected and these companies share news directly with their fans all the time. Nintendo kind of kicked off that trend yeah, with Nintendo news. Directs. So we don't need one big event every year where all new stuff is announced. 
People do still reserve announcements, big announcements for it, but, but it's not it was, necessary. It was that excitement though. It was like it was like uh, it was like basically gaming Christmas for us. Yeah, yeah. it used to be fair, at least. We always get new consoles at E3. Always get new announcements of games at E3, and now we have all these different events throughout the year. They kind of give it to us. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, like the Xbox and stuff that yeah. was done at uh, the, game, the Game Awards. Game Awards, yep. Which uh, was kind of a weird place to do it, but whatever. After that announcement, Jeff tweeted, "If you have any questions or comments about this announcement." Hit me up on Twitter and we'll we'll chat about it. And I pulled a couple people's comments from Twitter just for fun. Um, this guy, this one guy says, "Jeff, you have the power to make E three two. <laughs> no joke, Jeff. Jeff E three two. Jeff has some some sway in the industry. Yeah, he, 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 he has created four. he has created one of the biggest events of the year with the Game Awards. Huh? So Rachel? he's got a lot of pull. That's just a funny joke though. Um, how about this? This guy says. Bleep and bleep, bleep, bleep. I hope Gamescom is one of your other events. You did a very good job last year. And this is where he confirmed, yep, I'll be doing opening night live in Gamescom. So he's got we something else coming up. We should tweet and be like, hey, you want to come to PAX? And <laughs> you want to come be on our fun. little show uh, called uh, VGRX? Uh, no big deal or anything. We're Jeff, just over 100 episodes. I know you're too busy for E3, <laughs> but carve out some time for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> put, uh, some, uh, put, a, put a notice in your busy schedule. Zach, just like you said, this guy says, E3 is dying out. Wow. People are attributing him leaving as a sign of that. Uh, no PlayStation, no E3, says another guy. Well, I mean, like, think about it, too. Like, execs leave their companies after 25 years. So it yeah. could also just be his time for him oh, to for step sure. away from E3. And same thing every year, 25 years. Even if he had no reason at all, this would be totally warranted and fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody yeah. could really question that, so... Uh, we're going to be seeing a ton of him. So it doesn't, as, as people who like to watch what Jeff's up to, it's not going to affect us all that much. No. We'll still be able to see plenty of Jeff. Should we start year. having a Jeff Keeley watch? <laughs> Keeley watch? Yeah, no, Keeley, if he yeah. was like stepping away from the industry yeah. or something, we'd have to do that. But I think <laughs> he'll be in our faces no matter what. We'll, gotcha. be, we'll be seeing him all the time. Gotcha. You know what? You know, it's kind of a bummer to me is that we don't really have, we have like Jeff Keeley, we have Reggie. Mm-hmm. Who, who up and coming people do we have? In the video game industry, that we have to like look to, oh, uh, just like, like big, big faces big that idols, we like, yeah. that we like to watch yeah. everything they do in the industry. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Other than like, you don't mean specific developers and no, stuff like that. You're no. talking about executives and just yeah, like people in the game industry that have influence that we like to watch and hmm. pay attention to. Doug Bowser, <laughs> Doug Bowser, he's just. We don't know yet. He's an unknown quantity still. Hey, I don't mean to I don't know. take it from you, but uh, do you have a question for us? I do. Oh, hit I us do. with, what a uh, hit us I do. with it. Uh, what was... This is Steam specifically. Ooh, yes. I'm More Steam. Yes. Uh, what do you think uh, was the total uh, value of indie games on Steam? Oh, my God. I have... <laughs> what kind of question <laughs> is that? In 2018. What? If you were to buy every indie game, how much it would cost? Yeah, like how, how much revenue did did indie games oh, make on how, Steam? Oh, in I see. I see. That's and I'll give you. I'll give you a a hint. It was a point. It was seventy four percent of or point seven four. Is it point seven four? <laughs> there's That's a big. A big there's <laughs> a point, big difference. It's point, yeah, it's point seven four percent of the the total gaming. Uh, Holy smokes, Market. really? Yeah. Indie is that small on Steam? Yeah. I think part of the problem... But it's still a huge number, though. Okay. Part you, of the problem is you can't you, get your game seen on Steam yeah, if you're an indie yeah, developer. Yeah. You just can't. You got to be... Here's the thing is you got to also take into account that the, probably the market, mm-hmm. the Steam marketplace also like adds to this massive number that Zach is talking about. Mm-hmm. Steam makes... Billions and 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 billions of dollars. I thought we had to wrap up. What are you doing? Yeah, sorry, I don't know. But anyway, what I'm saying is, it's a lot of money. It is. So I'm gonna guess 3.5 million dollars. Million. Million. Okay. I'm gonna guess 40 million. Okay. 40 out of 1.7 percent. It's not 1.7. It's 0.7. Point point seven. It's even less. Point seven four. Yeah. But think about it. Don't, don't try to make me change my billion. answer. But, Forty but million, dude. About the, it's one of those questions I just have no frame of but reference. But think about for. like the the whole gaming market worldwide is eighty billion. Eighty billion dollars, Scott. And PC is the majority of that, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But you're talking just Steam. Steam and just, just talking just okay. Steam. And then if you take indie. it one step further, Steam is the majority of PC gaming. Fine. I'm gonna change my answer to one point two million. 
You went down. I went down. Forty okay. million. All right. All right. 40 million. Cause you, okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, indie games can cost as much as 30 bucks. Yeah, but some of them cost 79 cents. Some of them, yeah, it's true. Also, Switch has cut into that in a very real way. It, Switch has become an indie platform in a, a yeah, big way. So. Yeah, that'd be that'd be an interesting uh, statistic to find out. Yeah. yeah. I'm very curious. We, we don't really get stats from Nintendo, though, do we? They don't share numbers directly about digital sales, no. Even though we have... Definitely talked about numbers when it comes. To they they talk about well, like we sold we sold this much overall this many this much dollar amount overall in this category, yeah. but they don't break it down for you. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that was fun. <clears throat> with that, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yes. With yes. that, <laughs> uh, don't forget to, to give us a tweet if you guys have an answer to the question of the day of the week, rather <laughs> whatever. Uh, and then yeah, don't forget to check us out on all social medias: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, MySpace, uh, LinkedIn. We're not on uh, LinkedIn. No, LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm like trying to think. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you got it. iTunes. Mm-hmm. We're on uh, YouTube. Megaphone.fm and NWCC Radio on uh, dot com on Channel One Tuesdays at ten o'clock. Sorry, I don't know why that that just like we got a big outro, man. My don't my brain, yeah, <laughs> my brain has to connect it all. That's true. Uh, and then of course you can just find us. On all of those at Video Game Pharmacy. Um, yeah, you sure can. Accent yep. on the pharmacy. Yep. 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 Episode 105, y'all. Yeah, Damn. dude. Episode 105, guys. Mm-hmm. We're doing it big here in 2020. We didn't quit after 100. No, we didn't. It's clear that we're going to keep going. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. Like, we made this big thing about 100, and then all of a sudden we're at 105. Yeah. And we're, we're just now keep, we're right here. keep on going. The next 100 is just going to fly by. I have no desire to stop. I'm going to listen cool. to episode one today. Mostly because I love you Don't guys. Don't do that. I'm going to. You're going to cry. I have to. Oof. Big oof. It's going to be anyway, so guys, bad. Anyway, guys, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week from Zach. Bye. From Britain. Bye, guys. And myself, Scott. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. The pharmacy is now closed. <laughs>